Hey, I'm Ruben from Dub. Welcome to Connection Loop, our actionable podcast about building businesses with daily human connections. Connection Loop features long form interviews with fascinating people in sales, marketing, and beyond. Enjoy today's episode and learn more about Dub at dub.com. And we are live. Hey guys, this is Ruben Dua from Dub's podcast, Connection Loop. I am psyched to have Jared Robin on the line here. We're going to get into this topic of community, of family, of tribe, of empathy, of compassion, not necessarily looking at the bottom line, but looking at human beings and the creations and the content and the connections that we're building. Jared, if you could start with a short bio, love to get into this. Yeah, I'm, I'm Jared Robin, 15 years uh, pro work experience, but about nine to 10 months being the co-founder of Rev Genius, a community of sales, marketing, and RevOps professionals, all levels, all levels of experience, all titles, and uh, really excited to be here. We're, we're approaching 12,000 members. And what was the catalyst for that? What, what said, what was the light bulb moment? What said, you know what, the world needs this and I'm going to go build it. Yeah, I, I love that question. So I was out of work uh, at the beginning of COVID. And my newfound friend, Galen Germay, co-founder of Rev Genius, and I just met because we went to tons of webinars. And we, we, we projected the Zoom fatigue early on. I was going to like 20 webinars a week because I was just trying to like network and meet people, et cetera. And you know, the first challenge we saw was there's so many of these and there's no aggregated place for them, no aggregated space. So we're like, let's, let, let's do that. What does that look like? And like like Eventbrite for for sales and marketing and and curate it. Well, we to to start with it, we just created a Google Sheet and put all the events that that we found, you know, from from the, the fearless sales leaders that we knew and loved, whether it was John Barros or Salesforce or a community, et cetera, a sales hacker, et cetera, uh, put it on a sheet, and we're like, okay, how do we bring it to people. And, and we made friends, you know, in our quest to simultaneously improve our personal brand, right? People that were interacting with our posts through everybody in a group. And we're like uh, a LinkedIn messaging group. And we're like, hey, check out this, check out this um, list of all the events we have. And mm. we soon realized that there was more power in the group than there was in the events. So we're like, okay, cool. We're breaking Slack, uh, I'm sorry, we were breaking um, LinkedIn because we had a group of like 40 people talking to each other and like literally the app was crashing for everybody. It's like, okay, hey, it, it seems like we're a community. Let's look at the community space. We found like four major players there and we're like, there, there's a gap in exactly what we believe in. And that was accessibility, inclusivity, uh, diversity, all this. Um, we, we, we wanted to create an accessible space for everybody. Uh, not just if you hit a certain level, we wanted it to be, um, you know, talking in real time, et cetera, et cetera. And, and then came Rev Genius. And, nice, and then man. we haven't looked back since. We haven't looked back since. So, you know, we were thinking of the first idea, was it like Eventbrite? And then we're looking at the whole market in other ways. And and everybody in that group of 40, they're like, this is crashing. Can we go to Slack? So like they literally brought us there and along the way we're like, oh, by the way, we're calling this Rev Genius. Is that cool? And cool, but what is it? And we figure that out fast. <laughs> well, it's so interesting because I remember when I got the invite to Rev Genius and at first I didn't quite understand it. 
And, and then once I started to understand it, I felt a little bit of, of I was skeptical and I, was a, I felt a little bit of fear because I thought to myself, what is it like to be in a community with 10,000, I think at the time it was 10 or 11,000 um, yep. salespeople? That sounds intimidating because salespeople want to sell. So if I now find myself in a community of salespeople, am I going to get hounded? Am I going to get you know Slack messages for people saying, "Hey, do you want to buy my stuff?" And so interestingly, you know, months and months later, Slack had this announcement, which was actually I think just a couple of days ago, um, where they said we're going to allow anyone to communicate or to to send us to send a one to one message with any other Slack user. And it was a total wow. nightmare. They had to retract the the feature. It was like a PR nightmare. Now the story that I'm trying to convey though is that that is not what this is. Rev Genius is not that. It's such a harmonious place where there's so much curiosity, there's so much community, there's so much value, there's so much content. I have it right here on my screen. And I really, a couple of things that I just want to let you know about that I really appreciate. First of all, the way that you categorize information is this is the product of a lot of learnings. <laughs> because when you are building a tribe and people are communicating information, that information goes anywhere and everywhere it, it can go. And unless the, the, the architects of this create a system by which to organize the data, it, it, it yields chaos. And I think that you've really organized this in a way um, that's ready for scale. This could have 100,000 users on it, all of whom are providing or at least getting tons of value. So what was the process? What was the learning process for you to build a harmonious, balanced ecosystem here? So th there's a couple factors, right? And I'll, I'll talk about platform and I'll talk about structure and I'll talk about rules, right? Like all of it mm -hmm. together combined to create this. And we knew right away, no selling or no self-promotion had to be up there, right? With, with, with our rules and, and understanding that people were going to err here, but that, and we should give them a second chance, but, but maybe not a third and fourth, right? So like um, one put that out there. And you know, one quick anecdote, I remember, and, and, and this is what we've been preaching. I remember it felt like somebody was about to sell something. You know, like like you get a question like, who here needs help uh, with A? And and you're like, oh, okay, the sales pitch is coming in a minute. And and I pulled that person aside, like who like who here needs help with video? Oh boy. I'm looking at your LinkedIn. He sells video. Um, <laughs> F, I'm in for it, right? So, so we got the I got the warning signal. And, and, and granted, I'm not always in the room, so to speak. But you get the idea. So mm -hmm. I pulled this person aside. I said, "Were you about to sell something?" And he said, "Yeah." I said, "Do me a favor. First off, don't. But but and that's a rule and all that. But try this, right? Because I know that you're here." to improve your professional life. And that could mean sell more, that can mean get promoted, that can mean find a job, that can mean find a mentor, mentee, et cetera. So instead of trying to sell, and 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 you know, he was forward with me and like, you know, I'm not that good at sales and all of this. I said, okay, we could work with that. Instead of trying to sell your product, why don't you go out and say, hey, I need help selling my product in this like really vulnerable way. Because if, if, if I'm selling a, a video platform and, and I, I pitch it like, oh, it's better than a product centric or understand both we've been taught. But if I go out there with any product and I say, hey, I have this product. It's really good. We have some great clients. I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble. And you put that in a community, you're going to get people to come up and help you. They're going to help you sell better. 
They're going to offer their time. They're, they're going to offer their mentorship. And you know what's going to happen? It might be a longer road to getting there, but a couple things. One, you're going to um, get better, like a lot better. Two, you're, you're going to make a lot of friends because vulnerability is like magnetic, like when people are real with one another. And three, you're going to be a great part of the community and you're going to pass it on. You're going to imprint it to others that you see, right? You're going to be like, oh, that, that used to be me. So first off, having the right rules in play. Now, it's funny because Slack for us isn't probably the optimal platform. And, and, and frankly, I don't know if a third-party platform in general that you're not paying for is optimal for, for any community. What was interesting about that uh, Slack is the speed of messages and the speed of getting responses was big. And I don't think any website, any message board, any forum, period, like sub a billion dollar Reddit, right? And, and LinkedIn and social media networks can do that. So like all these third party, like whether it's discourse and all this, they're great and they're part of the equation, but they can't give that real time help. Mm -hmm. They can't mm -hmm. give that real time help. So, so having Slack, at least as part of our product ecosystem was important. And then the, the one through eight uh, numbering that, that was just a best practice. We, we, we borrowed from another community that we saw doing it and Hey, we, we could, we could do better. Um, we will do better, but it's always learning and, and, and just understanding, um, one, you know, the, the rules to govern two the platform to govern and three, um, how to organize that platform. And, and, and we might add a platform to it, maybe something on site, maybe a message board, et cetera. Um, but we're not running to do it super fast because we're trying to listen to, to what our members want. Now, with that said, with all that said, there are still members that this repels because it's so active and it's so good. There, there's mm -hmm. a type of person that's like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. Okay. And, and they always say you can't please everybody. Um, and, and, and I agree with that. With that said, we want to be empathetic to the person that's overwhelmed too. How, how could we do that? And, and we're exploring that. Um, we don't want to be for everybody. We don't want to be everything for everybody. But we do realize that that challenge is something we want to help with in addition to what we do. Yeah, I really, I really appreciate the way you kind of laid that out. You know, I'm a early adopter of Slack. I'm a big lover of Slack, um, but I don't love every aspect of Slack. I mean, I have this kind of mantra, um, which is I have no problem investing into myself, investing into technology, investing into software. We have a long list of software platforms that we that we subscribe to that really help us and pr provide value. Slack is not one of them. We actually, as a team of of you know almost thirty people all over the world, we actually don't pay for Slack, and mm -hmm. it's it's become a little bit of a mantra for us because. You know, our philosophy is that if we are paying for Slack, the, probably the reason why we're playing for Slack is integrations, which, you know, are great, are powerful. And number two is being able to go back and find historical data in Slack. Like I had a conversation mm -hmm. three months ago. There was, an, there was a video. There was an image. I want to go back and reference that. I pinned it. Our philosophy yep. is more don't do that, you know, because Slack is a slightly ephemeral real-time platform. So instead of, of doing that, what we do in our Slack channel is we have a Google Doc in every single channel. And, and we go and populate the Google Doc. This is obviously for internal only. 
and uh, most of the time, and we populate that doc, and then that's the go-to doc. So if we have a meeting, we pop into that. Now, I can see in your case where having a real-time collaborative environment is extremely valuable. I have received and given benefit on Rev Genius multiple times. I get that. But you did mention discourse. And the reason why I'm always curious about community forums like discourse, and I'm actually going to share our instance of discourse, because we actually, this is, for anyone that doesn't know, discourse is an open source community platform. It looks very similar to a, a oh, forum. Oh, you'll, you'll use it. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a Reddit style. It's it's really good. It's 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 clean. It's yep. simple. But we use this for our community now. Using discourse for RevGenius would be interesting, but it wouldn't be as neat. It wouldn't be as powerful because it would be yes, it's evergreen, but it's not as immediate. So you can't get that immediate support, you know. But at the same time, you do build articles, you do build a community, you build links, and you build contributors. So I'm. I'm personally very curious to know, you know, what's in the pipeline for Rev Genius. How are you going to attain the best of both worlds? Evergreen content, SEO links that people can access that drive you more traffic and users and collaborations, but then also the real-time vibe, that empathy, that compassion, that mm -hmm. curiosity that's bringing people together. Yes, sir. That's my question for you. Where are you headed? What's in your pipeline? What's it going to look like in six months? Yeah, so... I um I look at the community tools as three types. One, you have third-party off-site instant messaging that that tends to have an app with it, whether it's Discord with the D or Slack being two of the leaders. Um, I see on-site messaging back and forth, whether it's um you know there's there's a handful of tools. Tribe.so is one of them, amongst others. And then I see a combination of message boards and Reddit. What you know, the, the the UI could be a little different. There, there's a few of them. Disc, discourse is one of them. So I, I see all that. And 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 when I say community, where people are talking back and forth, and then so one that I put in the back burner, but I've seen a lot of communities use, like Mighty Networks, seems to be great um, for on-demand content. Mm -hmm. Okay, but 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 do we build it? Do we use this, etc.? That that that's the the million dollar question. So, what's in our pipeline on site for that? Well, I'll tell you um, right now. What's happening before any of that is we're going to give the audience really great content. We have Rev Genius Mag. It's a digital mag. You could call it a blog, but don't don't. The difference is uh, it, it, it's semantics to some, but to me, it's um it's brand right. It's brand, and, and that's big. A blog comes secondhand. Um, uh, a digital mag is, is the principle, and, and I want everything to emanate. Plus, it's you know you don't want to send somebody to a blog. You want to send somebody to uh, your mag, right, to learn more. So, uh, to me, it's not semantics. And having really good content, really good contributors, uh, is big. And and you know we could talk about um, the SEO potential implications from that and driving traffic, etc. But let's talk about having another no cost resource or or exchange for being a member that doesn't cost you anything resource uh for, for our members and and what's cool is and what's interesting and why i'm slower to see the field because i see everything that's out there and we could do everything that's out there we could do the discourse we could do that would that make us 
that different? Would that make us a category maker, which we are? And and you could argue, well, we're on Slack. Yeah, but we're 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 category maker. We're, we're there's micro communities and there's Rev Genius. We're revenue empowerment, right? Where we're giving that uh, the member more power than they've had in the past for a variety of reasons. So, with with a digital magazine, we could have you know the traditional how to content, how to sell, how to market, how to what, and much deeper versions of that. But we could also talk about um, you know the real challenges, the real issues, the real everything, and really give a personality to that and and bring more on demand stuff, bring more people into it, et cetera. And then if we want to uh, get our community um, to help contribute to more of an LMS, a learning management system for, for all, that's interesting too. So we're, we're, we're feeling it out. We want people to be on the site as, as what's next for, for obvious reasons, but we want them to get tremendous amount of value from that. And, you know, not for nothing, we're, we're thinking about how we could work with our sponsors to develop like the new lunch club. Mm. Uh, we're talking to, to Chili Piper, for instance, about you know booking calendars together, like MVP format using their their product uh, to put two people in there. And how, how can we increase engagement, increase double down more what makes Rev Genius Rev Genius? Now, one of the things that, that I would um, say- And jobs. And jobs, of course. And jobs. Um, yeah. So one of the things that we just kind of wrapped on kicking off, now it's a whole long process for us to properly build this out, is Dub Academy. So yeah. we're this is the early stages of Dub Academy, academy.dub.com. And mm-hmm. we are using a, a third party. We were considering building this in-house. And they're like, why would we do that? There's so many great platforms out there. You know, there's Kajabi. You know, we're using a software platform called GuruCan, which seems to be pretty mm-hmm. interesting. And what's interesting about this is that we can build our courses here. So this is not a revenue stream for us because our revenue stream is dub.com. It's our software. It's our video outreach platform. So getting yep. people to just take these courses and get the certifications, it just helps us. It's good for business. It's less churn. It's more sticky rates, You know, more people evangelizing. But this process was a lot easier than I thought because if you can build a video where you can train someone, well, you can build a course. And just by guiding mm-hmm. through someone in a nice, in this case, it's a YouTube video, You know, and some of these we use dub, you know, it, it's a really simple way to educate people. And then I must say that for people that are interested in having that additional revenue stream, um, it's it's charging for that. So my question for you is, do you see yourself going into the realm of, you know, pay for education materials? Because you as a resource, as a thought leader, you know, all the amazing people in your network, I mean, the the wealth of information that you guys have is, is pretty uh, second to none. So curious to know where you guys are going to go for education. Yeah. So you, you, if the, the example I've been looking at lately is Saster. Are you familiar with it? S-A-S-T-R? I feel uh, like I've, I've heard of them, but I haven't, I haven't researched them. I haven't seen their stuff, but people have definitely. So they're, they're spectacular. And if you go to Sp- mm-hmm. Saster University, they're, they're a great organization, a great company. They have a lot of great companies. They throw, um, they're the world of SaaS and they, they help SaaS leaders early stage and later on, um, with challenges uh, and, and scaling, et cetera. And their university is super clean and super interesting. So um, that that's relevant. Can, can you repeat the question? I apologize. I, yeah. I was going at. No, thank you. Thank you for, for, um, for that. So my question is, do you see yourself charging for courses, developing yeah. and then charging for courses? So, so 
I see potentially charging for memberships. Because mm. courses be part of that? Yeah. Mm. I don't see us charging solely for courses. That's been done. That's being done. Let's go to Gumroad. That's boring. And frankly, you could get the code from your friends. Like, I'm the type of person <laughs> that's speaking and I ask for a bigger discount code to not make money off the tickets for somebody else, right? Like mm -hmm. I want to give everything to the people. Now I see more of, um, I, I think education is part of it. I think more access is part of it, whether that's to mentors or mentees, uh, mentors really, <laughs> um, you, not everybody pays for mentees, but for mentors, um, uh, better yeah, mentees are called, those are called interns. <laughs> fair. Well, fair. Um, and, and, and more for, um, the jobs function, I think, you know, we're, we're, we're in a world that more and more is on demand. You can get some of the best sales trainers for free. Um, a lot of people are coming up the school of thought, like the content is free, executing it and implementing it for you or your organization. That's what you pay for open to that. Like we're, we're also thinking, um, you know, a lot like like pay for execution results, et cetera. So mm -hmm. do, do I see us charging for courses? It could be part of a, of a membership package. Do I see us making our members charge pay for what they're getting now? I do not. Mm. You know, I think you, I think you said it so eloquently. I completely agree with you. You know, this idea of giving away the content for free because information education is democratized but monetizing the access, monetizing the, 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 the ticket to get into the location, you know, to be with the community, to have the information conveyed in real time, earlier access, you know, I feel like that's the future. And I feel like, you know, if a lot of people, I, I, I actually think, and I've been working a lot through this just as we're building Dub Academy, but I actually think a lot of course selling is rooted and not all of it, but some of it is rooted in a scarcity mindset, which is yep. I have a course. I want to put that course out there. I want to gate it. I don't want to give it away for free. I want to sell it. I want to try to get you know X number of people to pay Y for it. And then that's what's going to give me my money. My problem that's with that. Boring. Yeah. And the other problem is that what do you do once it's done? Like you have to go and reinvent yourself and do it all over again. You don't have the gift of YouTube. You don't have the gift of Slack, like Rev Genius, where a community, a tribe is being built, followers, you know, people, engagement, growth. So I really like your model of saying, you know I what, mean, tribe, yeah. it, it, it yields content, which yields results, which yields more tribe. Yeah. So you, you could be, let's say you're an enterprise that you have a million dollar a year goal, right? I could sell you course A, B, and C for 99 to Two ninety nine each, right? Like, and maybe I have a package where for a year you get everything for three ninety nine. Um, we could do that, and and that's going to be good, and that's been done many times over. And and we we could do that. That's easy. That's easy. That's repeatable. That's easy. Um, what isn't easy is helping that rep hit his million dollar or her million dollar goal, right? And that product you're selling them may or may not be a part of that. But I could tell you what, that million dollar goal might be an extra 100K, you know, mm -hmm. in, in, in real money, assuming a 10% on top of your 10% base. Like if, if we're looking at what's common, 100K plus 100K for, you know, 200K, I plan for 
a million. Some people have a better plan than that, give or take, right? If I'm giving you a plan that's guided with your goals, or if you're a manager managing your team, and it actually is attributed to you getting closer, oh gosh, that's worth that's worth a percentage of that, isn't it? That's probably worth, you know, I, I saw you had Keenan on that gap. If I'm helping you with that gap, um, you're gonna pay 10% of what that gap is. And and so certainly if 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 you're at 500k, you're going to 500k, it's worth 50 grand for you. You could pay 399 for a course here, or I could be like, hey, pay me like 2500 but, but let's go and do it. I'm like giving you great return and, mm-hmm. and you feel good because you've seen other people hit it. And right. I'm not saying this, I'm, I'm just saying like the value to the human is worth more. I could still charge you 399 or we could charge you that and it's just ridiculous value. But um, you see the value a bit more in, in that example and, and helping you solve real challenges you have. I personally have bought programs that have been great, that have been great, um, and still been fired from the jobs that, that they were supposed to help, right? I, I, <laughs> I, I've been there. Like, literally, that's happened to me. And, and no program is going to keep you in a job, et cetera. Or is it? Or is something actually going to help you and be your not work mandated PIP that's going to help you through that? So how can we think yeah. differently to help folks? But yeah, let's do 149. Let's sell a thousand of them. Let's crush it, as they say. Right. And uh, let's let's do that. But anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm just challenging the status quo. And there's companies yeah. that are thinking the same way. And you know, it, it could be more, and we don't have to make the person pay that, right? The company might pay that on their behalf. Yeah. Because they yeah. want their people and they want to hit their numbers and, and they'd rather pay $2,500 a rep than right. churn reps. The simple truths that, that I, that I really pull from um, when I hear you say this, and thank you for that because it's inspiring. I totally agree with you. I just simple, need to think outside the box. Yeah. Yeah, but man. Go on, I totally, totally. Yeah. The simple truths are that we actually know a lot more than we think we do. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's no course that's going to teach us how to do something and that's going to save us and that's going to teach us some completely new method. Um, that's just time on task. That's experience. It's, it's, it's accelerating experience. You can get experience from having a mentor, from reading a book, from watching a video, from doing the exact task. Um, or a combination of all of those things. You know, what the commitment though that we connect to when we join a group like Rev Genius is we want to be excellent. We want to be results driven. We want to be with like minded people that are about gaining success, winning people, conveying value, getting value, you know, mutually mutual benefit, um, and just raising all boats. And that commitment, sometimes when we spend money, it's so much better because we're committed. And when something's free, we don't always value it, you know? So I feel like your model, the place that you're going to, at least, is is the future. It's content, it's community, it's commerce, you know, it's it's all these beautiful things, man. I, I'm a fan, keep doing what you're doing. We can't wait to get more content from you. Um, please provide any closing notes. Where can we learn more about Rev Genius, your website, you on social channels? Love to connect here. Yeah, awesome. And and you know, in closing marks with that, you need to invest something. We we're so often um, fascinated, fixated with investing dollars, and that's certainly one way to do it. But it but if you're building your brand's important and it's investing time to do that or joining a group, like you're gonna invest either time or money, right? And and in closing, 
Um, love our community. Really appreciative to to be here today and share some of some of these tips and facts and had a great conversation. Rebgenius.com. You can hit sign up, sign up for for no cost, either top right or join now. Little, it's semantics, it's semantics. And once you get in, you answer some questions and then come right into the Slack. If, if as you're on the screen here, the mag leads to the mag and, and there's a spectacular article um, on automation and getting in the door and stuff like that. If you look at uh, the sales process automation, the good, the bad and ugly, um, super, super cool stuff there. And, and really want to hear your feedback throughout. We're trying to help you all appreciate you connect with me on LinkedIn, Jared Robin forward slash in forward slash Jared Robin, or, or email me Jared at revgenius.com. I don't shy away from one-to-one contact. I appreciate you. Well, thank you so much, Jared. See you on the next one. This was great. Thank you so much. Stick around for some notes, man. Thanks again. Okay.